We need small businesses. And right now, they need us. So Verizon is connecting big names in entertainment with small businesses around the country. Verizon brings you Pay It Forward Live, a weekly live stream featuring big names in entertainment to support small businesses. Tune in every Tuesday and Thursday on at Verizon's Twitter or Twitch, Yahoo, and Files Channel 501 at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Small businesses need us now more than ever. Everybody, it's getting uh, holiday e out there. Uh, this is Aaron McGathy, host of This Feels Terrible, the podcast, the podcast that you are listening to. Um, this week on the podcast, I had the uh, really funny and so nice, um, so, so funny, really nice. I don't know which of those are valued more. So if you want to, uh, equally funny and nice. Um, really, really funny. Ugh. Um, Howard Kramer was my guest on the show this week. Uh, he's also known as Dragon Boy Suede. He's, uh, I've seen him perform before. Uh, he's amazing. I've seen him perform as a stand up and as a, uh, as, as Dragon Boy Suede. He has an album out right now called Have a Summer. That's Summer as in S-U-M-M-A-H can get that at haveasama.com and he has a new album coming out in December a new Dragon Boy Suede album so look out for that um it was really nice talking to him it's been a it's been a week you guys it's been a week of examining things <laughs> and this uh this interview came just in time so please enjoy my interview with Mr. Howard Kramer. Yeah, I was dating this girl and uh, we decided to break up. We were living together. It was my place originally and then she moved in. So we decided to break up. I think it was a Sunday. So Monday morning I had to go to work. I was writing a pilot and... Um, I just like said goodbye to her in the morning and I just figured like, okay, it's going to be a weird day. I'm going to go to work. She's going to pack up all her stuff and leave. Then I'm going to come home at the end of the day and start my new lonely life. Right. You know, it'll be sad, but it's a transition that needs to happen. So I thought about it all day at work and I talked about it at work. And then uh, I finally come home at the end of the day and um, her car's not there. So I was like, okay, I guess she left. Mm. So I come up to the apartment and then I key in and, you know, nobody's there. So I was like, okay, I guess she left. Here I am. So then I walk into the bedroom and I see like her suitcases and everything are packed, mm -hmm. but they're still there. Mm. But she's not there. So I'm like, oh, I thought this was over, but I guess it's not. So I just sat there for a while thinking about what to do. And then all of a sudden I hear these heels on the stairs. And um, she's coming up the stairs and then she opens the door and I just see like 30 of those festive purple balloons, like the, the metallic-y kind of like <laughs> celebration balloons. Right. I just see all those and then those come through the door and then she comes in behind them and uh, she just has all those balloons. 
And I'm like, this is like the most festive breakup of all time. And uh, I was just like, it just, she stared at me and she just like was holding the balloons. And then I was confused. And then we just both started laughing. Mm-hmm. And um, that was it. She just, that was she, no breakup. Did you, no breakup. You guys just stayed together. <laughs> yeah. so you, you laughed about the balloons and then. Yeah. Basically, I was just like, you're, you're insane. But to, like, that was just her way of saying, like, no, the, everything's great. We're not right. breaking did up. She, and, did she shrug and I was like, come on, I'm the girl who buys balloons. Exactly. Yeah. Like, she did that move and there it goes. Like, how are you going to say no to that? So, right. And yeah. then did you help her unpack? And then that was. Uh, no, I didn't help her, but it wasn't like we were like, I was just like, okay, I guess I'm still in this. And then right. we, we did wound up breaking up a few months later, but it was just kind of, it was insane. That was like a Jedi trick and it worked. Mm, yeah. Interesting. I, I have a, I have a similar story. Um, I don't know. My first boyfriend, we dated for like three years and or my first serious boyfriend. Like and college age or? Yeah. College age. Uh, we broke up like we had a really solemn conversation about breaking up like this is the right thing to do okay and we lived together um and the next and I was the one who initiated the the conversation but like we were both unhappy and the next day I was driving around and I saw these kittens for sale in a yard or just like for adoption and I I adopted one of the kittens (laughs) and brought it back and he came home and I was like, I got us a kitten and we didn't discuss it and stayed together Uh, for another six months. So this is like a thing out of maybe the ladies playbook. Like it's like, (laughs) well, maybe, maybe the crazy, crazy (laughs) Crazy ladies playbook. Yeah. It was a pretty, pretty crazy time. How old was she? Oh, at that time she was like, I don't know, 27. Okay. Yeah. All right. Never mind. There goes my theory. I'm 27 (laughs) now. I was, uh, 2020. Okay. When that happens. Well, maybe you're just ahead of her. Yeah. There you yeah. go. I wonder if she's still uh, bringing people balloons. I don't want to say that that's like a late. I feel like guys, guys do that. You too. can sure guys do it. Yeah. 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 I didn't mean to say it was a ladies thing. It's but. okay. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not sad. Well, in fact, I I feel like every serious breakup I've had. When I've initiated it, there's always, you know, you always have to like break up with somebody twice. Right. Yeah, it doesn't take. Yeah. Yeah, she did that. There was another one where she drove off. She had her bags packed and she was going to drive back to Texas. And then um, her engine just like. Turned into balloons. Yeah, it turned into purple balloons. She floated away. It's just like her, <laughs> her engine seized up like two miles down the 10. So I don't know like what she did. She might have poured sugar in her own gas tank or something. Whoa. But then I had to go pick her up and bring her back and that we got a couple more months out of that. <laughs> <laughs> How did you eventually uh, end up? Oh, uh, break up? Yeah. Um sh- uh she moved back to Texas. Okay. God, should I tell all this stuff? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I'll do a shot and tell it. We separated sort of like, uh, like she moved back to Texas, but we we're still kind of in the relationship and mm-hmm. like we're still talking to therapists over the phone and stuff. And then, um, I met this other girl and, um, I started to see that girl, but mm-hmm. I didn't like we, her and I weren't really discussing that. Right. 
I guess that means you and the girl, or the new girl, or the no, old me girlfriend. and the old girlfriend. Okay. So we're not officially broken up, but we're in different states. And then I met somebody, started seeing them. Right. Okay. And I was less than perfectly honest about that. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, she calls me up one day and she's trying to ask me about it. She thinks I have another girlfriend. I said, no, no, I don't. Oh, no. So she straight up asked you. I thought it yeah. was just like, no. Okay. So go on. <laughs> so she, yeah, I know. I guess I was lying at this point, but we'd been through a lot of stuff. Right. But, um. Anyway, she says, no. She goes, I went to a psychic, and they said, you're seeing somebody. Oh. <laughs> That's crazy. And then um, I was like, still kind of didn't believe her. She goes, I went, the psychic said, you're seeing someone whose name starts with a D. Wow. And it was it was that. So I yeah. was like, oh, my God. I started to flip, flip out. And then I started to tell her about it. And... Um, Anyway, I found out a couple months later, she had gone into my email, mm -hmm. canceled it somehow. I have no idea how she did this. It sounds like it'd be super hard. She canceled, she, she called up the, e the email, or whatever, and said, Oh, my password's been stolen and was doing it on behalf of me. Right. She got like, it was Hotmail. She got Hotmail to cancel my password and reissue her another one. Whoa. Somehow. So she was, look, she had been, looking at my emails for like the last three months oh no so when i emailed it's a somebody, codependent mastermind yes yeah, so we so so then when she when she said look i know that you're dating someone else yeah i'm sure there was an initial like holy shit you're going through my emails and then and then what like did you then break up oh uh then yeah then we were pretty broken up but then this is what happened she um, started dating another guy in Texas. Mm -hmm. And then one day, um, DEA surrounded the house they live in. Ooh. And um, turns out he was manufacturing ecstasy in the garage. Oh, <laughs> and, uh, no. That, like, it's not like meth you cook it up in a bathtub. Like, you right. have to have chemical know-how. And he had an engineering, chemical engineering degree. So, um... Anyway, she got thrown into federal prison for for ten months. Whoa! Yeah, that's so that's. Did you talk to her about that? Oh yeah, that was. That's when I figured. Oh, this would be a good time to get back with her. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> sort of. Um, sort of. So we 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 were still like talking a lot, and uh -huh. you know, I was trying to like help her through it as best as I could. So then she went into prison. And like, you know, she'd like send, make scarves and send them to me. And Aww. I would like go to Western Union and like send 50 bucks to the prison for her. It was like, it was a really weird, it's like an episode of Cops, but. Wow. Yeah. So then um, there was. How did, how did prison affect her? It sounded like it was crazy fun. <laughs> like, like I'm being serious. Really? Like she called me up one day and she's like, "We won!" And I'm like, "What did you win?" She's like, "The base, the the baseball thing." And I was like, "What? You guys are playing baseball?" She's like, "Yeah, we have a league. Like, we won the whole season." And, and I just thought, like, this may be the perfect place for certain people. Like, right? There's no response. Like, you don't have to worry yeah. about jobs and rent and all that kind of stuff. You told where to go and. Yeah, you have to make all these decisions, like what color balloons to buy. Exactly. How crazy to be with your boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. How many balloons? What yeah. f what drug your boyfriend's gonna cook up in the yeah yeah garage. exactly. So yeah. Um, yeah, she sent me one time. She sent me a picture of like she had like cornrows in her hair and she was all like <laughs> g'd up. 
And I was like, oh, my God, look what happened to her. But she was just messing with me. She was just, like, doing it to mess with me, but I didn't know. Boy, yeah, they they had a prison party and they had like a photo booth and she yeah, took yeah. a picture of herself. Let's all get crazy with our hair. <laughs> Do you are you attracted to uh, really codependent women? I used to be, I guess. I just didn't care. Like if if I found a girl attractive, I just didn't care what other problems I had to incur. Mm. And um, now I'm I know better. Yeah, older and wiser. What do you What are your priorities now? Or like, do you do you have do you have red flags? Yeah, she has red hair. That's a red flag. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, right now, I mean, I'm not dating anybody now. I'm kind of just like took time off. I I just I don't know. I just I'm not even really looking that hard. Yeah, a lot of people say that on the show when they, they get do? married right after. Oh, they like do. Like a week after. Wow. Yeah. Are you being it's serious? Amazing. No, oh. no. Because I do feel like it could turn I'd on be a on dime. Dateline. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I do. I do think that uh, when you when you're in that place where you're like, I'm really not looking for anything. That's when that's right. the best place to yeah. best time to meet somebody. Probably is. Yeah. I yeah. always figured too. It's just like, how could you look for love? Either you find it or you don't. But like, how are you gonna like go out and actively search for it? it seems weird. Right. And it sounds like that relationship that you're just describing lasted 20 years. God, it was a long time. It was like seven years altogether. Oh, boy. Yeah, we like met in Austin. Then we both moved here at the same time independently and started dating here. And just like... When she she moved to Texas, why why not just uh, break it off? Like, were you... Were you afraid of hurting her or what was the do you remember what you were what you were feeling I guess it's just like the typical thing like I really I liked her loved her but I didn't want to like I wasn't ready to like cash it all in you know yeah but now probably glad that you didn't yeah now I guess I'm glad in retrospect although you know when you don't have the next person, you're like, I'm never going to find anybody. So you don't know. I hope she's, she's the next one's good. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of what kind of a partner are you? Mm, in what way? Uh, spice level. Spice um, level. <laughs> <laughs> spice heat. Spice heat. I'm spicy. Uh, speed. Speed? Um, <laughs> oh, what's... <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. Are you... Well, like we talked about, um, we're thinking a lot about codependency lately. Because I think I'm I'm constantly striving to not be codependent. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really hard to not control your partner because yeah. you're worried they're going to leave. Oh, God, yeah. Right? Yeah, it's very, de- it's like fraught with all this danger all the time. You do, you do strike me as somebody who... Uh, <laughs> brace, brace yourself! Yeah. You're curling up and putting up your hands. You do, uh, this is this is the first time that we've talked. My impression of you is that you're you're some like you're very like charming and nice. And I, I, but I feel like you're somebody. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you strike me as a guy who would be really romantic and um, 
even even maybe sentimental like the first like three dates like Mm -hmm. talk a big commitment game a little bit Mm. and then and then just disappear (laughs) and then just like not call ever well i'm not i don't i i don't i try not to be that sounds like a frat guy bro kind of guy i don't don't know know that i don't think that's like a fratty thing no no uh i'm trying to picture dustin doing it no, Dustin would uh, <laughs> we, first. He'd carve the girl's name in his arm, and then he would <laughs> camp this outside of their the house. This girl's the most amazing girl ever! Oh my god, <laughs> Dustin! She threw glass at your face. No, but she she loves me. Look, she's <laughs> rad. She's rad. She's rad. I guess I don't know. I don't spend the first three days like saying. Is that what you said? Three days. Three dates. Three dates. But interesting, you said three days. Oh. You're like fast and furious. You're boom, like, boom, let's boom. see each other all the time. I guess so. I guess it depends on the lady. But um, yeah, I, I, I try not to act like, oh, we're going to get married and then don't do it. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, but that, Oh, I just broke this. I'm sorry. What is it? It's nothing. <laughs> it's nothing now. It's a little <laughs> nightclub, clip, yeah. Oh, sorry. I always say I play with those and then I crack them, yeah. 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 Sorry. Sorry. Right. That's how you are in a relationship. You you play with it. You tinker with it until you break <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, what's okay? Back to you. Um, like what have what have been your like you're you're a really funny guy. <laughs> Um, you are also a great musician, and then also very a funny, a very a funny, a very funny musician. A funny, a very a funny. Yeah. Several years ago, my guy friends who uh, were guests on this podcast took me to see you. Oh God! Big, big fan of, oh, fans Jesus. of yours. This is weird. Where? <laughs> um, I don't remember. It was oh, somewhere okay. in LA. Oh, and we dated good. for three days. Really? And then you dropped me ah. like a half late. Oh uh, yeah! Hey, <laughs> That's, uh, this is a big confrontation. Yeah. Um, I changed my hair, but not my heart. <laughs> um, like you, like you must have girls that are kind of throwing it, throwing themselves at you a little bit. I've, I've had it, not lately. I don't know what's going on lately, but um, I, I've had, I have had that. I think it's, it's um, when you're creative and you spend a lot of time being creative. Mm-hmm. You, you sometimes get that and then sometimes it's good and convenient because like you don't have to spend a lot of time chasing ladies all over town. So I think I, I've gotten into a lot of relationships by default like that. Mm. So I don't know that I take your good kernel of conversation and just <laughs> dr- <laughs> drove it into a wall. <laughs> uh, no, that that's good. So like you don't. You're not repelled by women who are interested in you? No, I think it's better. It's like, I don't want to spend time convincing somebody that's not that into me that they should be. Like, mm-hmm. the times I've done that, it's been kind of painful and frustrating. Yeah. Um, and uh, and um, so, yeah, it's better when they they like you and they're, they're, you know, they're willing to meet you halfway or more. There you go. That's nice. Is that something that's evolved as you've gotten older, or has that always been there? I think it's always been there because, like, I'm I'm kind of shy, so it's like it's just easier if the girl like approaches me or if she's got that momentum, like we can do this, and I'll be like, okay, I guess yeah. we can. 
<laughs> but yeah, when I've chased uh, girls, it's yeah, like those are the girls that have wound up like breaking up with me. Oh, yeah. what, what's the worst that you've ever been mm. hurt, hurt, burned? Um, well, I guess it's not that amazing of a story. It's just I really I love the girl, but she her boyfriend was out of. I met her when her her and her boyfriend were having problems, and he went to Europe for like a few months to like mm. clear his head. Well, so that was probably just must him. be nice. It sounds like he's just going on like a fuck spree in Europe for right. something. I don't know what he was doing. Needed to clear his head, but her and I met, and we started dating. And then she was like, "He's coming back. I don't know how to handle this. I don't know what to do." And then um, she resolved to break up with him. And then I was like, I'm just going to give her space to take care of this. And like in the time, it was like a, a week, like she got turned around and stayed with him. She's like, I don't even know you that well. And Aww. so, yeah, it was tough. Hmm. That guy, yeah, clearing his head in Europe. What a life. Yeah, he gets what to clear a, his head and then come back yeah. and still get her. But I, I don't think they were, I don't know if they stayed together. Hmm. Which would be horrible, too, because then it's like she got free with him and didn't even call me. She just went and got some other guy. Ugh. Terrible. Hey. Are, um, are you attracted to women who are also creative? Yeah. Yeah. I like when they have a spark. I like when them things have a spark. <laughs> when you find one that's got a spark. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, I don't mind that. I, I, I don't mind it, like... Why I guess some guys don't want to date a creative lady. Um, yeah, well, I guess I'm thinking more about. I mean, you're a comic, so comics, comics, dating comics. No, I don't uh, date comics. Right. So, <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding? Are you? No, no, I'm not okay. kidding. Like, yeah, I just, yeah, we'll talk about that. Okay. Yeah, I just, um, <laughs> it just it seems. I don't know. It's just an odd thing. Like, I don't, I don't want. I know what it's like to try to have to mine everything in your life for like comedy or an angle, even like mm -hmm. just for writing. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to be that. I don't want to be the subject of that. Oh, interesting. Like if, if like if we go out to dinner or if we have sex or whatever, I just want it to be that. I don't want it to be like, oh, she's going to like get up and tell a joke about the way I did. The, you know, I don't. That's interesting. I've never heard that explanation before. Really? Yeah. Well, that, and that must be the way that you operate comedically that you're like oh yeah it's mining like, mining those things yeah like i even watching have a her list. moves in bed yeah see I, what <laughs> jokes she can make what animal she looks like as she's having sex with you kind of yeah I've, <laughs> i have like lists on my computer of like different characteristics and stuff mm. interesting yeah well i guess that's that's not a bad uh complaint mm -hmm. yeah yeah well and a podcast See um, <laughs> it's, just, I, it's weird. I'm putting out a rap album in a, a month. Nice. This is a weird way to like promo it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you talk about love on your rap album? No. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like what what goes on in those songs? Basically, it sounds like like I hit on a girl in the songs, and then it's just implied that it all works out. But there's like there's no like actual like relationship exploration. Mm. You know, 
no songs start off like we'd been together for seven months and we were on the fence about where it was going (laughs) (laughs) then she moved in so we're gonna try it for a while yeah here comes a chorus (laughs) (laughs) my boring relationship boring hey guys commercial time uh it's me first and foremost if you are in los angeles or nearby please 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 come to this feels terrible the live show this sunday if you're listening to this right before november 18th at 9 30 at the ucb theater you can buy tickets at the UCB website. It's only $5. Um, who's on the show? I'll tell you. Rachel Lee Cook um, from She's All That and Broken Kingdom and Josie and the P- Pussycats and uh, so many things. She's she's every girl's hero. I'm so excited to have her on the show. Also, Jonah Ray from The Soup and uh, the Nerdist podcast and a million other things. Super funny stand-up. Uh, Dan Herman, creator at Community, Channel 101, my boyfriend, and uh, me hosting. It's going to be an amazing show. Um, I'm not sure if it's sold out yet. Buy tickets to that show, 9.30 UCB. Also, uh, check out uh, Feral Audio's new website. We have a great new website. Um, and thank you, those of you who have donated to the show. Super, super appreciate it. And all of your great emails. And I'm slowly working through them. I've been so... Uh, there are so many emails. And it's so great. And I'm responding to each and every one of them. Um, if you uh, donate $10 to the podcast, I will send you a postcard. If you donate $50, I will send you a painting. If you donate $50, please send me an email telling me what you'd like me to paint you. Um, yeah. And you can do that by going to feralaudio.com, clicking on This Feels Terrible, and clicking on the Donate Now button. Um, yeah, that's it. Also, Christmas is coming up, you guys. So start thinking about that. Think about what it means to you. Back to the show! Uh, all right. Okay. Um, Aaron. Uh, great idea, Aaron. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so during the break, uh, producer Dustin suggested that we talk about dating in L.A. Okay. I mean, likes, dislikes. Oh, that, <laughs> not, it's a totally valid question. I don't know why I feel like picking on Dustin today. That's all right. I approve. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I think it's terrible dating in L.A. It's awful. Is it is it terrible dating in LA or is it just terrible dating like with this uh, cloud of entertainment? Yeah, that's over what everything? it is. Yeah, like if I just like sold office plants or something, maybe I wouldn't bother. <laughs> but, but like, yeah, the entertain the the whole there's so much other stuff that factors into dating here. I mm-hmm. think like everybody's kind of like gambled and moved here to try to make something happen, and it's like right every like. You know, when you're leaving, you're like most people are moving here from far away and they're leaving behind their friends who decided to get married early, young. So you're avoiding that when you're dating in L.A. Yeah, they're avoiding that. And then also it's like you might want to date someone who can help your career. You know, you might want to not be dating like there's just 
it just seems like when I go leave LA and go to another town, everybody's just, hey, we're here. We're people. What's going on? Who are you? Yeah. But then here, there's just like, there's more of a, the showbiz dynamic is just always there. I want to start a dating website called we're people.com. We're people? We're people. We said we're, we're here. We're people. Who are you? Yeah, we're here. We're people. Who are you? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and in LA, it feels like guys are always dating up or um, there's always, you know, eyes on the horizon. Like, I could, the most beautiful women in the world are here. And right. I don't blame them. Yeah. Like, and, yeah. And the more success you get, the more. Yeah, like if the I get, get cast in a sitcom, I'll be able to date in a whole other. <laughs> Courtney Cox, here I come. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Have so. you ever dated somebody? Like, or gone out with somebody thinking that they would help your career a little bit? Uh, no. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Dated people that would hurt my career. Really? Well, just because, exactly. like, um, when you date people that are in the business, you know, mm-hmm. you, there's wind up, you know, there'll be pillow talk or, you know, you'll just be like, oh, I don't like that guy or that guy's not funny or something. And mm-hmm. then when you break up, it's like all that becomes public knowledge. Oh, a lot no. of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, that sucks. I mean, do you secretly hate a lot of people? No, it's not secret hate, but it's just like, <laughs> you know, one or two here and there. You know, just like you, you might made a comment, you know, mm-hmm. and it's just after you break up, they just print all that stuff. Out. <laughs> <laughs> what was what was Howard like when he was a teenager? Um. And please also talk about yourself in the third person. I guess I'm talking about you in uh, the fourth yeah, yeah. person. Howard Kramer. <laughs> uh, well, Howard Kramer at 15. Oh, 15? Uh, I was just crazy. Just, I don't know, just a rambunctious kid with uh, no discipline. Uh, why? Well, I mean, I just like, why do I have no discipline? Mm-hmm. I didn't develop it yet. Oh, okay. I thought you meant you weren't disciplined. Like oh, you were just. Like, oh, yeah. I get. Yeah, that's totally or... the way that sounds stupid. All right, let me start. No, it's over. okay. No, no, no Howard Kramer at 15. Um, <laughs> what do you mean with the ladies? Uh, yeah. Or like if the ladies, like, were you, did you have girlfriends or like, mm, were you? Not really. I didn't, I couldn't do any of that. I had no game until I was like 20. I, I didn't have I was just too shy and too self-conscious and too too much going on in my head mm-hmm. like the first dates I ever went on like I would like be so nervous like I one girl before I picked her up I stopped at the supermarket and I just got like cans of ready whip and I was just like sucking the nitrous out of the <laughs> just like trying to kill all the thoughts in my head of like all the all the voices mm-hmm. I was scared and like we went out to eat and and I wouldn't eat the salad because I thought I was going to like look like a pig eating it. So I was just like, I don't eat vegetables. It was just like a total stupid lie. Oh, yeah. What was what were the what were those voices saying usually? Oh, just like, like girl, you'll this girl will hate you and she won't want to. You know, she's going to like embarrass you and run off and you'll never get a girl. Like just so yeah. scared, which is weird because I have like. I grew up in a house full of ladies. I got sisters and a mom. 
but I was real How scared. How many sisters? Well, there's f- four all together now, but wow. I, I grew up with two of them. One That's of them's nice. a twin. I was in a womb with the lady. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Um, that's interesting. Yeah. What, what was that relationship like? Or like when did you guys start dating at the same time? Kind of, yeah. I think um, we just both made bad choices. <laughs> I don't know. There's like two schools of thought in my family. And then, like, the people that are on one side kind of, like, are close, and then the other people are close to the other people. Interesting. Yeah. Could you talk more about that, or do you want to do something else? <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. It's just, like, there's two... Like, what are... Like, what's the... If there had to be, like, a resolution for each side, what would it be? A resolution? What do you mean? Like, in a in a debate... Um, like if the the debate is about stem cell research, the the resolution may be stem cell research is morally justifiable, and then there are people who debate for that or against it. So like, oh, I would say it was like, um, one side gets it. That's my side. <laughs> <laughs> we get it, and then the other side is nuts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, like get it as in like follow. Your what you want to do? I guess it's just like we. When you look at the family as a whole, mm-hmm. we look at it and we get it. We know what's going on. The way okay. we diagnose it is accurate, and okay. then the way they do is a whole other reality. Okay. Yeah. So okay. It's like I our takes on that. stuff, I guess. If you were to propose to somebody, yes, <laughs> would you? Do you think you'd have like a big, would you do a big thing? Or Production? have you ever thought about proposing to, to anybody? Um, not really. Like a, like a specific person, like I want to yeah. ask them to marry me? No. Oh. I always thought I would get married when I was like 50. So <laughs> I just like, uh, even though like people would say like I'm really behind schedule, from the way I just always thought of stuff as a kid, like I'm kind of right on schedule. There you go. Mm. Nice. You did it. Um, how close to 50 are you? You know, let's not kid ourselves. Uh, <laughs> hey, Dustin. <laughs> I mean, do you have any advice for Dustin? Oh, yeah, I got Dustin. Me I, too. I got advice for Oh, you Dustin. do? Yeah. Uh, let's. Um, Should we what, be his parents? What's happening bit? right now? Or like what, maybe we play a game where we give him advice and okay. then we pick the. How's that going to work? Okay. Who's going to pick the winner? Well, do you want to. I mean, we can't really air it, right? No, let's do this. Just intro me so people know who I am. Who okay. doesn't know you on this? I know, uh, right? Well, uh, here comes Dustin. What are you, like, yeah. in the middle of the I'll, I'll give an intro. He hails from the <laughs> from Madison, Wisconsin, the or close he, by. He wears a five-hole knitted cap. He wears a Icicle Works hat. I don't know if you, that's a band from the 80s. You'll like him. <laughs> anyway. Um, He's the mastermind behind Feral Audio. Feral Audio. He's a go-getter. He's, um, he shows up at a, in a scene, the scene of alt comedy and podcasting, and he's a maverick. He takes over. He works harder. He does more. He puts it out. He gets it to the people. And he has the sweetest little button face. Let's welcome Dustin Marshall. Dustin. (laughs) Hey, Dustin. Hey, Hey, how's it going? So what are we doing here? (laughs) (laughs) I brought two worlds together, two of my favorite people, and it turned on me. It blew up in my face. Now we're turned on you. 
Yeah. All right. Are you doing okay, Dustin? I'm doing all right. What's going on? I'm having a, an experience as a human. Mm. You sure are. What's your experience? He's in love and with a beautiful woman. I am. I am in love right now, uh, madly. Very beautiful. What, my love or she? She. She, okay. Yeah, no, I actually, I left, uh, I was in, um, I spent most, I, all my 20s in long-term relationships. When I was 17, I got into a relationship. I went to like an alternative high school program where there was like 30 kids there. And then I, I, I managed to take the one girl that was like a goth chick and I cleaned her up and turned her into a woman. <laughs> and, uh, Why did you clean her up? Literally, when I met her, she had Jinko jeans and like I liked her. She was pretty, but she had like a faint mustache. Oh. And it was the most heartbreaking thing. I dated her for a month until I finally one day had to tell her, you have to take care of your mustache or I can't date oh, you. How'd you tell her? I told her at school and I said I really don't want to hurt your feelings but I have to tell you this uh, you have to you have a faint mustache she's How like I'm, I'm, I'm Czechoslovakian oh. um, she, she took it alright she took care of it she started dressing like a girl but what happened is it was this it's this crazy story that um, we started dating but I was in a program where there were no definitive grades like people it was just people in high school who got put in this program so no one really knew like what grade you're supposed to be in or anything I was a junior when I met her we started dating I dated through high school Um, she ended up cheating on me with a homeless guy nah Uh, what yeah, she ended up cheating on me with a homeless guy. So after I graduated, she was still in school, and all my friends moved to college. I didn't have any friends out there, and I just got really codependent and attached. This is the girl I lost my virginity to. Yeah. She was a drug addict. She apparently yeah. was, like, off at night doing drugs, and she ended up, like, I found out that she uh, sucked a guy's dick for heroin. Oh. And like, I knew she was cheating on me, so I waited outside of her house all night. Oh. And uh, and she came back through the yard, and I was like, where were you? Where were you? And she's like, it's okay, it's okay. And then I found out from a friend. She's like, yeah, were you with her last night? Yes, she, and they told me. So I was heartbroken. Uh, were you like, what does this homeless guy have that I don't have? <laughs> <laughs> well, at first I didn't know who it was. Like I went insane. Like I never. I, it was my first serious relationship. Um, I got sick. I dropped like 108 pounds. I couldn't eat for you, like a month. I was. I thought I had a disease. You know, I went and got checked out. I, um, I went back to the doctor and I was like. I was like, I couldn't eat or swallow food. You'll like how the story ends. Uh, I couldn't eat or swallow food, and the doctor was just like, lighten up. (laughs) He was like, like, you can drink some Pedialyte. But no, I was like devastated. I ended up getting back with this girl for like, uh, out of just complete depression and loneliness for like two years. So we get back together. We're in our like third year, and she's, you know, it's it's her... 18th birthday or something like that she's about to graduate school and I, I've been with her for like two and a half years at this point or something like that and uh, I'm like oh, what are we going to do for your birthday I'm really excited and she just starts crying and breaking down I'm like oh god what happened and so like she's going to have to tell you something I'm like okay so she sits down and she's like I'm not turning 18 and I was like what do you mean you're not <laughs> turning 18 it's like how old are you turning she's like I'm turning 16 no met her when I was 17 I thought she was a year younger than me She's she was 13. Four, 14 and her parents were like these really passive people who didn't give a shit like I was always coming I was yeah. staying at their house like they didn't say anything about this old dude there all the right. time anyway we had this weird relationship where I finally broke it off with her and then I don't know what happened to her 
this is my high school girlfriend, my first girlfriend I ever had. And about six months ago, like she wasn't on Facebook. I thought she was dead. Like I, I knew she was like into drugs and all that stuff. And not on Facebook, not, she couldn't find her online. And my mom sends me this link about six months ago. Um, she uh, became an even bigger heroin addict and ended up going on a bank. A famous heroin addict. <laughs> bank yeah, yeah, robbing yeah. spree in Madison last year with her current boyfriend. They oh robbed eight, eight banks, uh, got arrested. She's in federal prison for the next 20 years. Her boyfriend hung himself in jail. Uh, and like, we could have not gone t- down two different paths. Like, we both were messed up kids from this school. And I ended up going, you know, ended up in L.A. And she just ended up in prison. Like, oh, we just went. Wow. And I think about that, like, fractal splitting. But oh, man. That's you like, must miss her. <laughs> <laughs> no. You like, gotta that's, get her back, man. That's the type of relationship <laughs> yeah. I have. You don't find love like that again that was my introduction to relationships was just like chaos like really like insane it, chaos it does seem to me like people are allowed to date too young like there's just no way kids that age are going to be able to have successful relationships I don't think <laughs> you, you think literally kids shouldn't be allowed to date that young well just like I mean at 14 it's just going to be a disaster like yeah. there's just so much to, to learn well it's hard because you have those urges and it's yeah. also like it's impossible to tell a teenager or a 20 year old like this is not it. And right. if it is, that sucks. Yeah. It's not going to be good. Exactly. You're figuring out who you are. Right. You don't These have the manual change. yet. Yeah. Yeah. And that's OK. But keep, would, your, keep your eyes on the prize. And the prize is you. There you go. Finding TM. you. The way you did. You yeah. became self-actualized. <laughs> you shed the sweatshirts and yeah. you blossomed. Yeah. I actually, I, I miss like courting. Like when I was younger, it's just like everybody, it's like I was really pressured uh, to have sex really young and I held off. Like I had to like turn girls down because like when you're dating girls, it's like, okay, well, let's have sex in a week or two. And I just wasn't ready. Like I actually wanted to get to know people. Like there's no courting anymore. <laughs> you just made a lot of. Uh- uh, male fans. No, no, I don't, don't really give too. a shit. Uh, but <laughs> but uh, that's like one thing that like you, that we that's lost. Like there's no there's no like actual. Dating I court anymore. people. I date people. What do you do? What's your style? Like I don't push anything. I don't push like physical stuff. Where do you take girls? Like if we were just going out on a date? Yeah. I guess just to eat, there get sushi go. or something. But then afterwards, do you hang out at your apartment or do you, do you go? drive up to the Hollywood sign or what uh, do you yeah, do? Oh, yeah, we do stuff like that. Let's go park where there's a view. Let's go uh, people watch. Let's go to the movies. Dumb activities. <laughs> Precursors. You seem like you'd be a very good boyfriend. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, my I'll st- send some business your way. Please, please do. <laughs> I need some business. My stepmom told me a few weeks ago in Milwaukee, they moved to Milwaukee, and uh, she was like, get a life. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. She's like, anyone could do their job and their friends. Get a life. And I was like, didn't even know what she meant, really. But yeah. I do now. She means like, get a get a uh, wife and kids. Interesting. Yeah. How Can I ask how old you are? Let's not kid ourselves. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm on the south side of... Uh, you can ask. How old? <laughs> Uh, drop the mic. You know, I got a rap album coming out. That's like not a good time for me to be talking age. Cool. You know what I mean? All right. All right. You're uh, 24. There we go. Yeah. In- mentally. <laughs> um, 
parking. Have you like what are your favorite date places in LA? Mm. This is just for the LA audience. If I had to take a lady on a date in LA, my favorite place to take her would be Knowing me after like from this last hour, where would you take me? Oh, if I was taking you somewhere, mm-hmm. I would take you to Mm. I would take you to Ocean Way Music Studios. Oh, cool. See if you're cool enough to know what records are recorded there. And if you're not, we're done. No, <laughs> no. I don't know why I thought of that. <laughs> Should I have asked you what test would you take me to? Um, I would take you to the Grove and we would really, look, watch look, people. Look at watch people? Yeah. And uh, good. yeah, I would learn your, you know, your take on things. Oh, yeah. I just noticed you're wearing like a heavy, a heavy hat. Yeah, I need a haircut really bad. And uh, this is my haircut until I get a haircut. Oh, I like the longer hair. Thanks. You have a nice, uh, that you have a nice hair color. Do you color your hair? No, this is my oh. natural hair. Thank you. Oh, oh. People, Ladies. I don't usually get compliments on like hair color. Thank you. It's really nice. Ladies, he has chocolate brown hair. Chocolate brown. Yeah, like espresso, chocolate with, es- with espresso. Are these teenage girls we're speaking to right now? It's all kinds of girls. <laughs> it's <laughs> all ages. There are a lot of teenage girls, a lot of older ladies. What like, it, all, all ages. What all ages, they, men uh, and women. Oh, God. I sound really loud now that I have both things on. I don't know. What are, what are they... Um, What's their favorite thing about the show? Do they feel like they get insights about what they're going to do when they get older? Oh, yeah, they're not all young. Yeah, I think, um, and thank you everybody for writing in. Uh, I'm behind on emails. I feel like the most most people just connect to people talking honestly about relationships okay. and feeling like they're not alone. And that way. Right. But then there are a lot of, yeah, I think that's even, even like from kids that are like, or young ladies, young men that are 15, 16, they never say, thanks, this is letting me know how I'm going to act. <laughs> like what's going to happen later. They, they still are like, they relate to it. On their right. Own. They go, they, they take what they take out of it. Yeah. I think that, um. I have some advice. Yeah. What would you like to say to those people? I'll say when you meet someone that you're really into, it it almost redefines you. You're like, you get so happy about it. Like, I have this person now. Be careful of that because that's a lot of times what makes things go bad. Mm. That made no sense. You mean, uh, don't, don't, (laughs) don't let go of yourself. Yeah. Like you, you, you have People to be able to make yourself in happy. The middle of the ocean. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. no one's don't look for a hero to save you because uh if when you realize that they can't, you're gonna resent them. Mm-hmm. So always work on yourself. Be like Dustin. Work hard. That's how you make yourself happy. That's how you make yourself feel good about yourself. <laughs> and then that's how you attract a a suitable mate. What what celebrities are you are you uh, wanting to take into your Kramer nest? So uh, is this like um, I have my pick of any 
th- two or three or like uh who do i think i could make it work with or like what oh interesting um yeah who do you think you could make it work with i could make it work with and do you mean relationship wise or oh, do you just mean oh, like oh. bedroom wise oh wait what was what wise <laughs> bedroom wise just like oh bedroom wise <laughs> because I like the idea of like you thinking that you would not be able to like physically have sex with certain people, but you could have sex with other people. Right, right. Mm. Who who do you think you would be? Here, here's a scenario. Uh, Christmas is coming up. Okay. Uh, a lot of holiday parties. Right. Um, who who do you walk in with the walk into a holiday party with on your arm, and everyone's like, oh, okay, like we know who she is, but that makes sense. Oh, um, Kitty Pride. Cool. Who's that? <laughs> oh, <laughs> she's like this twenty-year-old rapper chick. Oh, that was a joke. Um, <laughs> if I was younger, I'd like to date her. Um, Mila Kunis on one side, Emma Stone on the other. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, like twenty-four. Twenty-four. What years old? Oh, well, they're like 24, right? Oh, they are? Okay. But that's okay. I don't know. I guess, yeah. I don't, I don't, I never think of myself with celebrities. Uh, who would it be good with? Uh, Creation, <laughs> Lil Debbie, Kitty Pride. Yeah, you love Creation. Creation. Is, she, is she still a thing? She, yeah, she's a thing. Check her hashtag on Instagram as I do frequently. <laughs> you do? Yeah. Are you in, I should get on their Instagram. Are you into like the whole I don't know, like the the suicide girl or like the younger like the the tattoos and the more like the alt chicks or are you more into like you don't date comics but like what, what how do you describe your type? What what's your type? Mm. You're really airing it up. If a girl <laughs> is that your, your question? Yeah, I know that's fine. Yeah, okay, you, you just drink. Let me take care of the rest of this. I don't. I I don't prefer like I don't seek out a lady with tattoos. If she has them, that's fine. But I don't seek that out. Do you? What's a what's a good tattoo? What's a bad tattoo? A, a good tattoo is one that doesn't show up. Like it's just a tiny one on the top of your foot, and that, or your ankle. This is a good tattoo or a bad tattoo? Yeah, that's good because it's like, it's not obtrusive. Is that the Partridge Family bird? No. Sorry. Sorry, <laughs> I shouldn't okay. have said that. I, <laughs> I have a tattoo on my wrist that's a little drawing of a bird that I that I used to do all the time. And I did not realize until after I got it, it looks very much like <laughs> the Partridge, Partridge Family oh, bird. God, I and suck. people are always like, Partridge Family. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so it also dates the people who are asking. Oh, yeah, it does. Like, yeah. I'm around Partridge Family age. Oh yeah, but I I, I watched I watched the Partridge Family. See, that's familiar. cute. I mean, like you go to meet my mom or something. I'm not thinking like, not that I care about that, but like whatever. It's not like you're all inked up. Right. Yeah. I dated a girl who was all inked up, and she had like piercings too. It was like a low rider. There was just like so much going on. It was she was all tricked out. Well, and she must have had. I always think like with with dating people who have a lot of tattoos like I think I haven't seriously dated anyone with a lot of tattoos yeah been with a couple of people with a with a ton of tattoos and you know when you're dating somebody for a while there's usually like a period of time where you don't talk about who they've dated mm-hmm. and like that kind of comes up 
later yeah over drinks and you're like let's just we're, we're adults and then everybody feels shitty afterwards right you feel like with tattoos it's like walking like you're a museum of your past a little bit like oh, they're, right. they're they're giant pieces that must be like girl related lady yeah. related yeah yeah that's not the best idea to me like just remember it in your head like don't paint it on yeah I'm not talking on your little bird but I'm talking <laughs> about like if you know if you have your ex-girlfriend's face on your back, like, maybe no. that wasn't a good idea. Do you have any tattoos? No. I don't, I couldn't do the uh, pain and the commitment. Yeah, I kind of, I don't, I don't, I kind of look at my tattoo as a scar now and less of a, a piece. Right. Yeah. I mean, I was 19. Um, and when I got it when I was 19, and people, and my, my family and like my friends or some friends were like, well, are you going to regret it? Are you going to want to have that when you're older? And I was like, well, probably not, but it's going to be like a sign of who oh, I was gross. when I was 19, oh, right, right. which I don't know, which is true. And I feel that way about it now, but I don't know if that was the best thing. Cause now I kind of wish I didn't have any tattoos. Well, you can get it removed for like three grand, right? Yeah. But you don't want. But that feels like a lie, then a little bit. Have you ever uh, had a crush on a girl because of something she's made? Amy Mann. Oh yeah. Voices carry. She's a uh, pretty, pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah, I always wanted to marry her back in the day. I can play a game with you now. Okay. You have to guess what storm. I'll do a storm victim, and you got to guess what storm it was. Okay. Ah, we're gonna die out here. We got no power. Ah, uh, we got no friggin' power here. Why doesn't the Governor Christie come in? Ah, we're gonna die. Sandy. That's right. Yay. What did she win? <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. You ready for your next storm? Yeah. All right. <laughs> we're all gonna die here. We're all gonna die. Governor Jindal. <laughs> he ain't get helping us with our with our dam. Hurricane Katrina. That's right. God, you're good at this. <laughs> I don't have any other storms. Seriously, we, we we just got back from the New Kids on the Block concert, and there's a storm coming. Frankenstorm Sandy. <laughs> Is that it? No, no. Listen oh. to the, all the clues. Listen to okay. all the clues. But you're up. You're up in Boston. Susie. We oh. just got back from the New Kids on oh, the Block oh, concert. Oh, okay. Are they or okay? Yeah. Not the reunion concert. And not the reunion. Oh. This is their their second tour. Oh, jeez. We just got back. Well, maybe their fourth tour. Let me change it. Susie. I, <laughs> I got, got it. Okay. Hurricane Isaac. Oh, no, so close. Ugh. So close. What is it? Hurricane Andrew. Oh, was that a big one in the 90s? Yeah. Andrew. In Florida, yeah. Oh, okay. Damn. I'm not as good at the game as you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That seems like a good place to end. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for being on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. All right, guys. That was the show. Howard Kramer. Cool guy. Great guy. Sweet guy. Funny guy. Um, ladies, right? Um you can continue to email me at thisfeelsterrible at gmail.com. Uh, I'm still, I'm getting through a, a rush of emails, getting through those, but I, I read each and every one of them and I really appreciate them. Also, 
Um, please review the podcast on Twitter. On Twitter? Sure, do it. Review it on Twitter. <laughs> That's fine. Um, also review it on iTunes because that really helps us out and gets it bumped up there. And if you like the show, tell a friend. And if you don't like the show, tell the carpet. Um, either way, <laughs> have a great and blessed and love-filled week. Peace cakes. <laughs>